0: Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour film and TV edition. How are you, Mom?
1: What's up? Oh, I'm wonderful, sweetie. Everything is going great. Um, you know, spoke to an old friend earlier today, and that was pleasant, you know, to hear her voice. We hadn't talked in a while. And, um, you know, I'm just getting ready for my celebrations i have a couple of major celebrations coming up within the next week or two and um everything is good everything's good weather's beautiful everything's good i'm feeling good friends and family seem to be hanging in there so i'm good how about you sweetie uh everything
0: is good ma uh it's black history month i mean we know the absolutely. And we know the Super Bowl is coming up one week from today, so I'm really excited about that. You know how much I love the Super Bowl, and we do to talk about our picks, right? Or oh, we don't
1: have any picks.
0: We'll talk about the picks on the next episode. Not this okay. Week,
1: All right,
0: we'll talk okay. about it. Uh, but what I was going to say was, um, I'm just excited. You know, Fe- February is just like a lot of stuff going on, and I have a little getaway going on. You know, at the end of the month.
1: Oh, um, wonderful. So-
0: yeah, so I'm excited about that. All right. Um, and today is the Grammys, but I didn't really want to bring the Grammys up too much. You know why? Because uh, Taylor is going to monopolize that. And no offense to Taylor, but she's been monopolizing a lot on the TV and just everything. So um, I know she's up for a lot of awards today. Um, however... <laughs> Let's, you know, we're going to do a toast, Ma. And um, before we give a toast to Victoria Monet, who is nominated for seven Grammy nominations, including Best New Artist this year, we need to do an RIP to Carl Weathers, who passed away a couple days ago at the age of
1: 76, Ma. Okay. All right. We're going to raise our glasses Mm -hmm. and we're going to say RIPL, rest in peace and love to Carl Weathers. You had a nice run uh, and I think you had a merciful departure and we, you shall be missed. Um, And we're also going to say congrats to uh, Victoria
0: Monet.
1: Victoria Monet. You know I want to say Janelle Monet. To Victoria Monet. Congratulations on the nominations and good luck. I hope you take home some awards and some statues. Okay. And um, let's Raise our glasses to long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness. And salute. Salute.
0: And it is no longer dry January. Just wanted to put that out there for everybody. Okay, Ma. You know, we're getting into Super Bowl time, so... I wanted to talk about, uh, well, a couple of things with the Super Bowl. Number one, Ma, what do you think the average price, the average price for a ticket is to this year's Super Bowl?
1: 200.
0: You know what? That sounds like a really nice number, Ma, but nope. So it has gone down a little bit. It was the average was six thousand six hundred and fifty-three dollars before fees. Now it has gone down to five thousand five hundred and eight dollars before fees. So now you're actually saving eleven hundred dollars. So that's really I think that's important.
1: Good. That's the average.
0: That is the average that they're saying on a vivid To
1: to attend in person. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, that's what people get. They People need to stay home and, and use their televisions. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. I think
0: people need to have a lot of, of parties at home. You're right. There you, go. there you go.
1: Patronize the pizza shops and the hot spots. That's it.
0: Oh, well, my, uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey's mom, she has a podcast called uh, Your Mom Podcast that she shares with another woman. I'm not sure who the other lady is. And she was saying how expensive it is to get a suite because she was doing some pricing and she wanted to get a suite for her and you know her family. And she said that she couldn't afford it. And she says not even her money bag's son could afford a suite, or her money bag's uh son's fiancé, who is um a, a personality on TV, Olivia Colpo. And um Apparently, that wasn't true because the- if
1: not true. I knew when you said it, it wasn't true, but the, go ahead.
0: The fiance decided to surprise her soon-to-be mother-in-law
1: right. with right. the sweet. Again, I mean, come on. If rich people can't afford it, who are they selling it to? That just sounds stupid when she said it.
0: My Christian McCaffrey is
1: the best player on the 49ers. I understand that. As of I course, said, he could afford it. Right. If rich people can't afford it, then who's it for? Then, then they can't sell them. Okay, and then that's ridiculous because that defeats the whole purpose. So I knew when it came out your mouth that it wasn't true.
0: Well, guess okay. what? The average price is for the average suite
1: uh, next weekend. I don't even care. Five hundred thousand. Who cares? Let well, a them- they- one
0: million four hundred thousand to two hundred and fifty thousand. That's the what? average suite. But my dad does Oh, so, oh you started
1: from high. You started from high and went to low, because yes. you said one million down to two fifty.
0: No, I said right? to two hundred and fifty. No, I said two two million five hundred thousand. So one point four million to two point five million.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't get that from what you said. But mm-hmm. now that I heard what you said, guess what? Who cares? Goodbye. I don't even want to hear about those people.
0: But my dad doesn't. No, food I mean, and I mean, drinks. I don't want to
1: hear about those people. I don't want to hear about that. And then, and then, then his mother getting up there, talking about he can't afford it. Just get off. Get get the hell out of here. If right. they can't afford it, then they wouldn't even have it because it's four rich people, right? That's insane, crazy, right? You know. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Move it on. Move it on.
0: Now, some people are not happy with the coverage of Travis Kelsey. Now, when I say the coverage about Travis Kelsey, the New York Times had a report about his haircut that went viral and several uh, prominent black media members in particular were not happy about the way Kelsey was betrayed. People were making it seem as though um, the New York Times in particular, that Tra- Travis Kelsey had somehow invented the fade or had put the fade haircut on the map. And obviously, you know, most Black people and many other groups know that the fade has been around since the 40s or
1: 40s of 50s. Right. And black people have been sporting and wearing the fade forever.
0: Right. And people are also getting a little bit annoyed too when Taylor Swift was doing the swag surfing and they were making it seem like Taylor Swift made it it popular when swag surfing came out in 2009. So um What are your thoughts on this with Travis Kelsey and nothing. 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 Much much to do. Much to do. No, Um, no.
1: Much to do about nothing. Right now they're a popular couple and everybody's making a money grab. So anything that they can write about them, how they're styling, how they're looking, how what they're eating, what they're doing, they're all jumping on the bandwagon. That's all. Everybody's trying to capitalize. It's all about a money grab, and that's how I feel. I'm very cynical about it. I think everything these people are doing is self-serving, and you know good and well, the fade's been out for forever, and you know, and it's very prominent and popular among African Americans mm-hmm. and other minorities and other people of color. So, and but oh, Travis likes it too, but Tra- Travis has been wearing it too. He didn't just get it when he started with Taylor. He right. been wearing it too. They for even like about him, he, right? For yeah, many years, yeah. it's yeah, not that's new. What I'm saying. It's not new even for him, right? So you know, so I mean, I don't know, you know, and all the rest of it is all the same. It's all about striking while you know. It's all about the short attention span of the culture. Strike while it's hot. Let's jump on everything, even even uh, tangentially related to these people, you know, and see whatever. You know, attention uh, and money that we can get out of the whole thing, and you know it, and I know it, and that's what it is. And then next year, no, maybe not even a whole year, six months, this or that, it'll be gone. Uh, If Trav and uh, if um, Patrick and Trav and knows win the Super Bowl, they'll, you know, just it'll burn a little brighter again for a minute, and it'll still phase out. If they don't win the Super Bowl, it'll fizz out even quicker. Right. So that's it. So that's it.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just kind of frustrating. It's just kinda of like the, the old story that we always hear where, you know, they don't give, you know, black artists cultural black
1: appropriation. Exactly. Kind of,
0: yeah. And we you don't give them well, you don't the give them you yeah. don't give them their due respect and that, you know, that is an issue. And that's something that we always have to, you know, just kind of remind
1: people that know that that started it. this, it's been around for a minute, guys. That's why I love my girl, Joy Reed. She will speak out. She will speak out and let let the truth be known. Okay. Right. She will let you know. And that, and that is so wonderful. But I mean, it just came to mind because this situation happens often. Yes. Great. Okay. All right, my um, girl.
0: So. Let's go, on, go in a little bit about. I don't know if And all to-
1: that having been said, good luck to Travis and, and, and Taylor, what, whatever is going on with them. Get, just well, good. yeah. Good luck to them. You know, all the bags and, and whatever you getting And go ahead. Because they, mm-hmm. you know what? They ain't hurting nobody. Okay. Make love, not war. They ain't hurting nobody. Well, here's they the thing. They ain't on there talking hate. No, they're not hurting anybody. It's other people that are putting, oh, you yeah. know, well, doing, yeah, doing I'm, talking about, I'm talking specifically about them. You know, you got these other you got these other people who are, you know, parasitic and so on and so forth, you know, making money off of it. I got it. You know, you know, I'm with your daughter. I'm a thousand percent with you. Okay, Uh, moving on to uh, Wendy
0: Williams, who uh, recently we saw a clip that aired about her new upcoming Lifetime documentary, which is entitled uh, Where is Wendy Williams? And it's a two part special. I think it aired, it it surfaced, sorry. The the trailer surfaced on February 2nd and in it, you can see her son, Kevin Hunter Jr., who I think is 23 years old at this point. Now, a lot of people were really upset with the footage that they were seeing because Wendy Williams looked very disheveled. And she also mentioned how uh, she is broke and she said that people were stealing from her. And, um, you know, Kevin said that, oh, my mom always told us she wants to work, but I feel as if she's worked enough. No matter how many times someone falls down, you got to lift them back up. And you see Wendy saying, how dare he? I control me. Uh, I miss my family. I don't know who she was referring how to. Dare we he were, who? We right. don't know who she was talking because it was taken out of context. Okay. okay. You know? and yeah, um, Those little
1: snippets that they do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and we know that there was mental health issues and people were concerned about her well being. My what are your thoughts
1: on this whole documentary? And are you going to watch? I'm going, I am going to watch it most definitely. And what I want to say is that your star doesn't have to dim to make my star shine. In other words, I know a lot of Wendy did a lot of stuff to people, but I wish Wendy well. I do not like to see her in this position. I don't like any of it. I don't like any of it to me sad and wendy wendy is wendy suffers from uh addiction issues, she has health issues that I don't even think are related to the addiction you know in addition to the addiction you know mm-hmm. uh and and so there's a whole lot going on with her, and it really hurts me very much to see Wendy or any woman, any person really, but in particular any woman and any woman of color and any black woman go through all this publicly to where, you know, when it became just undeniable that this man was blatantly carrying on her husband with another woman and a baby and a house and all this totally disrespectful kind of stuff. And then right as all those things are happening, Wendy's just totally falling apart to where it doesn't, you know, she's having a difficult, a long recuperative period. If she's coming back, you know what I'm going to say? Let's, let's, just, let's just call it that she will come back to good health, you know, or better mm-hmm. health. But she's, but she's having a long recuperative period and she had a very, very, very deep fall. You got me? A very mm-hmm. deep fall. It's not like she took a couple of months or even a year or two to get herself together. At this point, what year are we going into? We going into, know. what, Seven. the third year? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so, and it's a lot. And we aren't seeing her. I don't know how she's doing right now, but we aren't seeing her back to full health. We haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't seen it. Maybe other people have. I haven't seen it yet. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. So I don't like it. It saddens me. It hurts me. Uh, and I just would like to see Wendy back to where she's on a level playing field and she can handle her handle. I don't like it, like to see it where because this man treated her in such a horrific way. Now she's just totally falling apart. I mean, okay, she's had her well, issues before, but no, but, but well, there's a there's some people will think there's a correlation. Okay, I well, I... you're doing that to me. I'm just saying, some people will think that what the, am well, I the doing things, to you? Ma. Well, the ah, the, the, can I just say something? Nobody can see whatever okay, it is. Okay, yeah, but I'm seeing, you, seeing it. What are you, here's you talking about? Here's, here's the thing. Okay, well, I'm seeing you disagreeing with me. And what I'm saying is fine. I'm calling it the way I see it, that there's there's a, a, a contemporaneousness, okay? Mm-hmm. It's happening at the same time when this terrible divorce thing and breaking up and Wendy falling completely apart. It okay, is happening together. Well, well, I hate to see that. Well, I yeah, hate no. To see
0: that. I well, I mean, I think that everybody will agree with you that nobody wants to see anybody go through any type of physical or emotional, um, you know, health problems and issues,
1: especially after a breakup. I'm and- hearing the yeah, butt. What's the butt? Pace, you? What's the butt? What? I hear the butt in what your is- voice. Oh, You're oh. going to say butt something. Uh,
0: uh, okay, ma. Um, Anyway, what what? what what I was saying about when about the show about the documentary is is that I will watch it because I think that well first of all it says that she's the executive producer. Now I don't know if I don't know if there's any type of conservatorship or anything involved in this. I'm hoping that, you know, that she will get reap the the benefits from this documentary, that any type of financial gain or monetary uh, you know, uh, right I got except You can get from this. And that is why I will support it. But I don't really want to watch her going through what it appears that she's going through in the trailer. I don't physically like I don't really feel good about watching it, except maybe this will help support her financially since she's claiming
1: that she is broke.
0: You know what I want to
1: support her? You know what I want to see? I hear you. Me, too. I agree with you 100 percent. I co-sign on that. But you know what I really want to see? I want to see her back to good health like I said so she's on a level playing field so whatever's going on she can handle it it's yeah. not people taking advantage of her because she's so sick and she's so down and out you got yeah. me I want to yeah. see her back to where she can stand on her own and fight for herself oh yeah that's what I want to see that's what I want to see more so than anything
0: right and, and, you know, and, I- and
1: that's why I will watch it because I'm hoping that that's what I'm going to see in the end I'm hoping for that. Uh,
0: you know, I wish her, you know, good, good luck and good health. Obviously, we know that Wendy has said some things and I don't and it appears as she's done some things that have not been so nice towards other celebrities. And I don't co-sign with that. Um, however, I, I, I believe that she deserves a second chance, a third chance, you know, at redemption and that she her health
1: is the most. Absolutely. Important absolutely a lot of people are looking at this like chickens coming home to roost but to me it's a, it's, a, it's a bit more than that to me it's a it's a bit more than that and I don't mm-hmm. believe
0: in that I really don't I, I hate that whole concept because I know some people I hear people say oh somebody died and da 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 da, da. and I'm well, like when, we, well, we all when died talking
1: about, right when you there you go there you go what, so do, go. You, what you talk do you what when you're talking about death, that's ridiculous because that's coming to the good, the bad, the ugly, the short, the tall, the black, the white, the poor, the pink, the rich, the purple, the gray. That's coming to everybody. That's a price that we pay for that's life. That's coming for life. That's it. That's yeah. coming to everybody and everything. So that is not would not be a good example of chickens coming home to roost. But to suffering, you that. yeah. I know people say that. And and yeah. to me, no, no. To me, that's a misconception about the whole principle of chicken coming home to roost. That's not even what it's about is the suffering and the and the vindication through suffering is generally what chickens coming home to roost really means you getting back what you put out is generally what it's supposed to mean you know and death is not the thing is not it you know uh Okay, that's all. I can okay. go in deeper, but I, 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 you know, let's okay. just see it and see how it goes, and I will support it most definitely. I will watch it. I want to see it, and I'm hoping for something good. And when I saw Wendy's name up there, ex executive producer, I hope that's legitimate. I hope that's not a bunch of puffery. You know what I mean? I hope yeah. it's real. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. So, yeah, so let's move on to uh, a, a young woman who uh, is, you know, do- making moves and, um, you know, had a really good 2000, well, what is it, uh, 2023, and she's getting off to a great start for 2024. Oh, sweetie, and who's that it? is And that is Ao Edebiri, who- Yes, oh, who yes, just, yes, yes, yes. She just hosted SNL and, uh, you know, some- and, clip- was, and wasn't she the funniest and the cutest on there? I thought she was good on there. She was very funny, ma. I was just, I, to, I was just trying to get something out. But okay. Um. So she, anyway, uh, there's some old clips that came up that resurfaced about her comment that she made about Jennifer Lopez. She was on a podcast called Scam Goddess, and the host mentioned something about scams, and and uh Adabiri, Adabiri Ayo said. About J-Lo. Well, that's the thing. She she thinks she's on multiple tra- tracks, but it's not her. I think she thinks that she's still good enough, though. She's not singing for most of these songs. So she pretty much just kind of said that J-Lo is not a good singer and that J-Lo is a, a scam a pretty much a scam artist with her career because Jay at the time j-lo was performing at the halftime show of the super bowl this was four years ago right. and you know some people thought it was really odd that both of them would be on snl on the same show Ao right. as the host right. and j-lo as a musical guest however um, Ao addressed it in one of the skits, and she apologized to JLo. She didn't say her by name, but she said, "You know, I, you know, I'm sorry. I was 24 years old, and you know, I'll never say anything for clout because you never know what's
1: going to happen." And I apologize, and we you know, but well, a I, lot of people think 24 me. is too old to be saying that nonsense. But go ahead.
0: Well, she, all right, she early, she, she, she early in her career. Early in her
1: career. Well, that was just
0: four years ago, so. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, that's what
0: I'm saying. You know, you act like you know. Twenty four. A lot of people twenty four have real good sense. Yeah, I mean, I think that you know Ao is is really talented, and I think yeah, she was young. But listen, some people say that type of stuff when they're way older than you know in their twenties.
1: Yeah. Well, then we have to forgive her. Because we, you know, hold a grudge against people who say all kind of things when they're only 14, 15, so we have to forgive her, too. Well, she didn't say anything racist. No, she she didn't. But she just told the truth. Oh, well, some people felt that she told the truth. And and, some people weren't even mad. And that's right. And I don't even think that J-Lo was mad. She didn't seem to be mad. I don't think J-Lo cares about what the hell Ayo said about her. I don't think she cares. Yeah. Well, hey, right. hey, you know, listen, J, J- Lo been a, a filthy rich millionaire yeah, uh, almost this girl's whole life. So then, you know, she's not worried. She's all right. Yeah, she's good. Right. Probably, yeah, 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 all good. Okay, all good in, all good in the hood.
0: Okay. So let's, let's move on to another woman who had a monster, uh, 2023 as well. Um, and she, people were saying that she was snubbed and that was Margot Robbie. So Margot Robbie comes out and comments on people saying that she was snubbed. And she says, there's no way to feel sad when you know you're this blessed right that obviously Go I ahead, think,
1: marco good good I, attitude
0: i love that the only thing that she wasn't happy about was greta greta who's the director of Barbie. she said obviously i think greta should be nominated as a director what she did is a once in a career once in a lifetime thing what she pulled off it really is but it's been an incredible year for all the films and so she was just very ecstatic about it. And there's one thing about Margot Robbie, whatever you want to say, I feel as though she gets it. And she yeah,
1: is too. I do too. She I feels for a very good attitude. And, and then that you know what? That's the attitude of a winner. I right. love that attitude. She's not whining and complaining and all this nonsense, you know. And she realizes that, you know, compared to most people on the planet she is doing wonderfully and that's good and she acknowledges acknowledges and appreciates it and that's good
0: Ma, mm. i hate to interrupt this episode but i have breaking news that just came in one of our sources just texts us this it's not really funny um but hopefully everything will be fine Patrick Mahomes' father, Patrick Mahomes Sr., was oh arrested. no, he was arrested for DWI, DWI, third oh,
1: right.
0: or more.
1: All right. Well, in Tyler, Texas, yeah. Last last That's night. Oh my goodness! Well, he's all right, right? Nobody, nobody hurt or anything. He's okay, right? He's okay. He just overdid it, yeah. Well, you know he likes to, you know. He, he doesn't even you know. want. He just he doesn't, doesn't need to he, drink right. and drive. He might have to use Lyft and Uber a little bit more. Use his Lyft and Uber account. He know Patrick set that up for him now. He got to use it. That's number one. And he might have to make a quick run over to the rehab place for a few <laughs> days before the Super Bowl. Because he's sure getting toe up for the Super Bowl. We already right. know that. I'll never right. forget him. And he said the sweetest thing to his son. He said, son, I ain't never seen nothing like it. And to me, that was just the sweetest thing that he said to his son. Remember last year? I and remember, Mom. Yeah, I, that was the sweetest thing. So listen, he's been, you know, just, you know, uh, celebrating a wee bit too much. So he might have to go and take a few days and get himself together. You know, he's, he's only got another week. He's only got five or six days. What is he, in jail? They might put him I don't know where at. he's at. Okay, they, he might I'm be driving out someplace now. Someone gonna, just texted to me, so. Yeah, he's going to have to get himself together, you know, for the Super Bowl. And he might have to go back in for a long term. But for right now, he's got to get himself together. And like you said, stay, you know, from behind the wheel of a car, okay? Mm-hmm. Use your Uber and Lyft account and... Yeah, you know, trying to drive. A driver for
0: him, Patrick has a lot of money. He can have a he, No,
1: money. no, no. He just wanna do what he wanna do. He wanna maintain his autonomy. Oh, he's trying to be macho. You know this man don't have to drive nowhere. Get out of here. He just that's just him. That's just his liquor and what and weed and whatever he doing. Telling him to go get behind the wheel. Nobody you know? said we don't know what he's on. No, I, I <laughs> said whatever. I said whatever. I don't know what he's doing. Exactly, I'm just throwing things out here. I'm just saying whatever is making him, you know, uh, you know, rendering him uh, incapable of driving and getting a DWI under the influence of what we don't it's know. A third or more. Well, he's been overdoing it. He's been overdoing it. uh, We all got it.
0: What I will say is, I hope everything is okay. We wish
1: you good luck. No, I'm glad he's okay. I'm glad he didn't hurt anybody and he didn't get hurt himself. So that's what I want to say. Thank heavens for that. And it's good that he was uh, in Tyler. You know, at least he wasn't directly in Dallas, where it's way more traffic and, you know, more problems to get, you know, things to get involved in, right? Okay. Lisa, yeah. So right. He's yeah. In a, Lisa, he was in a taller, uh, taller, a smaller town. You know. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay. So, but he's okay. Him, yeah, okay. we're wishing him positive vibes and shout, like,
1: shout yeah. out to to Patrick Mahomes Senior. Get yourself together, Dad. Okay, you got a lot of celebrating to do. Get yourself together so you can celebrate in a healthy way and d- no drinking, getting high, and driving and whatever you're doing. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to move on to some uh, movies now. So let's start off. Well, this isn't, this isn't even a movie. Actually, this is a TV series. Mr. Yeah. M. Smith. Oh, that was a nice segue. Starring Donald Glover um, as John Smith and Maya Erskine Irks, as Jane Smith. And there's actually a cool cameo in the first episode and premiere episode with Alan Alexander Skarsgård and um, Iza Gonzalez. And so that was really cool. So we know what this is, is two spies are paired up together and they are impersonating a married couple. And so it's not quite like the Mr. and Mrs. Smith that we saw with Brad Pitt and, uh, and Angelina Jolie. Um, but uh, we see that eventually probably there will be some, you know, romance involved in it. Um, but I actually really enjoyed the first episode. I know Donald Glover did a lot of writing, um, executive producing, also his brother and a couple other people. And um, it wasn't bad. It was a pretty good start. It, w- w- what are your thoughts on
1: it, Mom? You know what? I was pleasantly surprised. Full disclosure, guys. I didn't think I was going to really care for it because, you know, Donald Glover, sometimes he's a very clever and, you know, really engaging and everything. And then sometimes he's quirky and all this hell and makes me mad. OK, mm-hmm. this I really enjoyed. I've only, you know, seen the first episode. It's episodic. I don't know. There's quite a few out. I haven't, you know. Seen them all, but the first episode I thought was very interesting, very cleverly written, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I really did. I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed it.
0: We'll give you a little bit more info on it, you know, next week, you know, when we, we delve in a little bit further, but it was pretty good. It was a pretty good start. I just want to, I'm, I'm being bad by saying this. I noticed that in one scene where Donald Glover said that he was six feet tall. Then he said, oh, oops, 5'11". He's actually
1: 5'9". Just calling it out. Just calling it oh, out. don't do that. Oh, he had on his lifts. He had his lifts in his shoes. He had something. He was 5'11 that day right <laughs> that okay. was okay
0: and the, the next show that we, that uh premiere is a uh, genius mlk and x now we know the genius they have all different series they did one on aretha franklin they did one on um albert einstein they, they've done it on um, several different you know um really popular uh prominent people and this one is starring kelvin havish jr And as uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And Aaron Pierre as Malcolm X. And it follows, you know, the parallel stories of of the lives of MLK and um, Malcolm X. The first episode really pretty much goes back to their upbringing. And it's very hard to watch at times. Now, I've only seen the first episode. I think they have two episodes out. You know, I will continue to watch it. The performances already you can tell are really good, uh, but it but it's not something that you want to follow closely and go into every little detail because it's uh, because it's heartbreaking. And it's, it's
1: heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Thanks, Absolutely. Mom.
0: Your mm-hmm. thoughts on your thoughts on uh, the first episode of Genius?
1: Well, I'm I'm in agreement with you. As you stated, the performances are good. Uh, Physically, there's some departure, especially in for the MLK character. Yeah. However, uh, however, there's so much sadness, and we know the end of the stories for both of them. So it's just sort of, you know, you sort of don't want to go through it again. However, they are our heroes, our icons for real you know, having even to do with our experience here in America as African Americans. And it's it's just a lot. It's sad. It's heartbreaking. And yet we pay homage to them. You know? And um and that's what we continue to do. It's yeah. an homage to Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. And yeah. um and I will continue to watch it. So? Yeah,
0: we'll we'll continue to watch it, and we'll give you um you know little updates here and there, uh, you know about little things. But um the acting we can tell is, is really good, and I'm like you, ma. The physical departure from the Martin Luther King, Kelvin Harrison, he yeah he doesn't look anything like Martin Luther King at all. I thought it was an odd choice for the role, uh, but he's doing a good acting
1: job. But he's doing a good job. Yes. Good job. Yes. yes. Absolutely.
0: Okay, um let's get into a couple TV shows and then we'll go into a couple of our series and reality shows so we got to, you know, get this together. So Ferrari uh is starring Adam jo- Driver and uh Penelope Cruz, Shylin and Shylin Woodley. So obviously um Adam, Dr- Adam Driver is the, is the lead in this. Um Penelope Cruz is uh, playing uh his wife. And partner in business, and Shailene Woodley is the mistress, and she also has an illegitimate son with uh, with Adam Driver's character. And I will say that the acting was really good, but there were parts of this movie that I didn't enjoy because of the entire, just because of Adam Driver's character.
1: He was not a nice person. Go ahead, what are your thoughts on? You know, I mean, to me, it was kind of ho hummish Okay, I was not particularly uh, impressed or engaged by any of it. Mm-hmm. I I missed the charm that Ferrari had, supposedly, allegedly. I missed the charm. I missed the genius. I missed the sex appeal. Yeah, I missed all that about him. Me too. He what just seemed I, like an I a-hole. No, what I saw from him was s- self-absorption, right? Very self-absorbed, very misogynistic, uh, very uh focused on winning, very egotistical, just about winning, winning, and racing. And his Ferrari being the fastest and winning that, and and status and prestige for him, for him, for him. And about race cars. Yeah. And that's all I saw. And everyone was a means to his end. You know, in in this picture, that's the way they depicted his character. The Mm -hmm. drivers, the race car drivers, they were only as good as the results of their last race. Yeah. You know, if they were winning, fine. Everyone if was expendable. Yeah. Beyond expendable, they had no value, period. Until he saw how they drove, how how fast, what their time was, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. He was very condescending to everyone in his orb. You know, everyone and his wife, Penelope Cruz, they had her looking very homely and She wasn't uh, really a subservient wife in some ways, Uh because I I, I don't know how much I'm supposed to be telling, but in some ways she seemed assertive, Uh you know, and then in other ways she ended up just being, uh, you know, expended too much energy toward him where she was not going to reap any benefit, you know. So well, well, what I will say I, about, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't like him. I didn't like his character. He wasn't, I,
0: he wasn't likable at all. My, what I will say about Penelope Cruz in particular, and, and, and they did it with him as well. Um, he is, Adam Driver is younger than um, Penelope Cruz, but um, oh, yeah. they both were playing older than they are. The- he yes. was playing yes. probably 20 years older than, it, it, around 20 years. Yes. And he was playing, you know, probably around 10, maybe 15 years,
1: you know. But older. they had her but, playing her clothes, her yeah. hair, her makeup. Yeah. They had her very matronly. Well, they had the, but very, then
0: you know what happened with her. You know, it could have been some sadness and stuff that why she. Yeah, that she, she
1: lost was, her son and okay. all that.
0: Yes. Ma. Okay. Why did you say that? okay go ahead
1: whatever it's all good in the hood but i don't i don't know but some people they would have had them being very glamorous and fabulous because they want to try to overcome certain things certain emotions that's how they chose to have her play and that's Uh, mine that was
0: We didn't need to tell that part again but that's fine well, let's anyway, just talk
1: on it. let's just linger on it, okay? Let's just keep talking. Yeah, about we'll we'll it. linger. Our mom we'll, said something she we'll, wasn't we'll to linger-
0: say. Yes, because that's the norm. Uh, so what do you give? Right.
1: Them? So why is it a big deal? Then? But you don't
0: right. need to tell. Like, just don't, Mom. Anyway, what do you give
1: Ferrari? What is your your review? I gave it a premium seven point five. Okay.
0: Uh, I give it probably a premium seven. It was well acted. Uh, it didn't, you know, completely move me. I'm between a six and a half and a seven with it. Um, The acting was really good. I, I will say that. Uh, But his character wasn't likable. This is a, really based on, you know, w- leading up to one big race that, and, and it's historical. Like you can find out, you know, some of the things are a little bit off, but what happened in this film, what happened with this one race it did, it was a treacherous race in Italy. Um, and he just didn't seem to be a very sympathetic or empathetic character. He just seemed to not be a good person at all. Uh, so I just, I don't know. And he wasn't, se- like you said, my he wasn't sexy with his, you know, evilness. Sometimes a person can make it work. They're so evil, but then they're sexy and oh, they're charming. It was just uh, just like a jackass. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. So I'm between a six and a half and a seven with Ferrari. Okay. Okay. Uh, so let's move on to the other movie of the week, which is Mission Impossible, um, which is I think Dead Reckoning part one. And we know this is a two-parter. The second part, I think, is supposed to come out next year. And it, of course, is with Mr. Tom Cruise. Um, and returning, we have Ving Rains as Luther, Simon Pegg as Benji. Uh, we also have Rebecca Ferguson um, as Ilsa, and you know, then we have Vanessa Kirby, and we have Haley Altwell, and we have Asai Morales, who was in a much, much earlier Mission Impossible movie, returning as the villain Gabriel. Uh, I have was never really into Mission Impossible movies that much, Ma. I saw, I think, two. I don't think I saw even the original Mission Impossible, to be honest with you. I saw the one with Tandy Newton in it. And um, I thought this one was really well done. Um, I thought the action was really good. I thought the storyline was, you know, a little bit over the top. But I think that's kind of how um, the Mission Impossible movies are, I guess. Um, and I enjoyed it, Ma. What are your thoughts on uh, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning?
1: I thought it was good. I thought it was very, um, you know, for that genre, it did what it was supposed to do. Lots of action, lots of interesting scenes. It was great. Good. They solved the issue. Good. The end. Don't want to tell too much. Ma, first of all, it's two parts. Well, I saw- I wish people could see your face, Ma. I wish they could see your face. I saw one part. I saw the same movie that you did, so that's it. I can't delve into too much. I don't want to, you know, to, to do a spoiler, you know, or whatever. No. Why are you always like this? Happen. Why are you going to I not to tell this? what happened. Because the train scene was the best scene, y'all, toward the end, and it was good. Well, that's fine. Okay? Oh, okay. Oh, but it's okay to tell the train scene, but it' okay, it's not okay to tell that the woman's son died.
0: No, no it's what? not. It's not okay to say that. No. no, and not, and nobody's son dies in this movie, guys. At least I don't think so. Maybe they do. No, it's, I didn't say they did.
1: But I'm not going to go with what you're saying because, you know, I'm, it's very arbitrary. You, no, know, you, you don't one have thing to go with okay anything well. I say. You're Another a strong woman. Okay. That's right. And get it straight. So let me just tell you this. They had a smoking, a train scene where they had a throw down fight scene. It was really good. Really well, well, well executed. And I liked it a lot. Well, you know, you have to understand it's that genre. OK, so it's all about action. If you buy Tom Cruise at 5'7, beating up a bunch of uh, six, six, five men. If you buy that, then it was good. OK, so you have to have a certain level of uh, fantasy going on here, you know, but it was really good. And my he's he really is only in his 60s. So he's doing, and so he's you know kicking ass and taking numbers from of men who are like (laughs) thirty. So so if you buy it, it was a wonderful movie. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, Ma, what do you give it?
1: Well, if I'm into fantasy, I'm gonna give it about an eight. A top, top in, eight. Yeah. If I'm in, into reality, it gets a five. <laughs> no. Let's go with fantasy, okay? Cause that's what it's supposed to be. We know it's an action movie, you know. It, it, you know, the little cars driving down the stairs. <laughs> Just all kind of stuff going on, you know. So you if you're into fantasy, you will have a wonderful time. It's an eight.
0: Okay. I'm going to give it a top shelf eight and a half. I enjoyed it uh, much better than I thought I was going to. I mean, you just I mean, have to like reality, you know, gets
1: right. put that. You back. Say, you have to say, I'm going to have fun. You have to say I'm yeah. going to Disney world while, while I'm watching this movie. This exactly. Disney world type of movie. Right.
0: Okay. Okay guys. Um, Let's get into a couple of TV shows before we get into our reality shows. My, um, Raising Canaan, which is one of my favorite TV shows on today, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it was uh, some interesting things that happened in the penultimate episode of the season. Now, uh, we know that uh, Rock is, um, you know, doing her thing, but she knows that Kanan is out there interfering with her business and so we you know she took care of business um last week when she got rid of what was the woman's name that she got rid of? Why can't I think of her I name?
1: Forget, but whatever. Yeah, she anyway, it she got farming rid- something. I don't know. Juliana
0: or something, something yeah, that something. sounds
1: good, whatever. Yeah.
0: So and she also decided that she was going to um interfere with Kanan's business, you know, by she con- I'm sure the cousin was involved, Juliana's cousin, and they put a stop to whatever supply that they thought they were going to be getting for their business. And, um, now mom and pops, not mom and pop, snap and pop are involved in it and they don't like what's going on. Um, you know, my, I don't know what your thoughts on about rock this week. Cause she, she has a lot. Well, to- I'm
1: not going to answer to what you led me to about snap and pop. I'm not going to go there. Cause if I would pick up from there, I would say, I don't know. It's going out to the wild, wild west. It's going left, okay? So I'm not going to pick up their daughter, but I'm going to pick up where I felt sad. I felt sad, okay? Yep, I felt sad with them, with Lou. In the end, I felt very down. Do you think
0: that they are going to kill Lou or you think they're going to take him someplace
1: to dry out? I think they're going to kill, boo. You think so? I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Well, Lou thinks they're going to kill him. Yeah. You know. And they, they, you know, look, it's walking and, and walking and and talking like a duck. Okay? Maybe not. I hope, look, let me tell you, I'll be the first to say, I hope I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. I don't want them to do that. I don't want to see that. I don't so, want them to. So we know that Lou is an
0: alcoholic, and we know Lou... Robbed a liquor store this time. Lou uh, just
1: drunk and crazy. Period. He's just
0: real, yeah, and real he, he just doesn't even know what he's doing. He's so drunk to where he doesn't. He's totally care.
1: irresponsible at this point, right? You know, yeah,
0: so, so that's for so, all
1: involved. Yeah. So that
0: that's sad, my. That was you know to, towards the end. There was a, little, a a couple of other things, but yeah, I mean that was. I amazing.
1: hope. I hope. I hope not. I hope they're taking Lou's ass somewhere to dry out. You know, I hope so. put, put him on lockdown and dry him out. I I'm gonna. Hope that's where it's going. But So I'm gonna.
0: So I'm gonna. You know, wind it back a little bit because there's a couple okay. other things that we miss. Um Marvin, uh, Marvin is in trouble. You know, his friend asked from rehab. Gerald, we we know that Gerald was working with the FBI, and Gerald yep. had yes. a terrible tragedy with his one of his daughters drowning. Right, and,
1: Gerald lost one of his daughters. Yeah. Daughter drown because Gerald was so over there somewhere getting high and
0: right. crazy,
1: not attentive to his kids, right. which is number one. And that's one of the things. And then another thing I thought that was you know kind of important was Juke.
0: Wait, it hold has- up, hold up, ma,
1: hold oh, up. Okay. Let's no, finish. Ahead. Let's finish with no, Marvin. No, no, we'll finish whatever you were talking about. Because well, I, I, I just want
0: to just want to get in with Marvin. Okay, so. So Marvin, you know, was upset. Now he de- He obviously doesn't trust Gerald, and Gerald. Well, how could he? Right, and ultimately Gerald uh, overdoses, and so Gerald, Gerald was out. Right, Gerald is out. Gerald commits suicide.
1: So, to so yeah. Marvin,
0: so Marvin tells Rock what's going down. That you know he's hot. That you know people are on him, looking at him, and right. Rock tells Detective Howard. And we can go, you can
1: go ahead if you wanna go with you. Well, Detective Howard already knew anyway. He knew. Right. And Detective, and Detective Howard is like, hey, we gotta throw them somebody to get a off our trail. We're gonna have to sacrifice somebody. And he wants to, to he sacrifice Marvin. And he wants to sacrifice Marvin. And and, that's it.
0: and Rock does not agree with that. She's like, and, and off see, the that's why
1: that's why I'm looking at the whole thing. I'm looking at the whole thing between Rock, Marvin, and Lou because now what you're gonna lose both of your brothers you know right. what I mean I don't know wh- I don't know where that's going so that's why I'm hoping that you know uh somebody is saved in the end I'm hoping right. somebody is saved
0: and you know I- she's not gonna turn on Canaan even though Canaan is just a real.
1: Truth. No, no. She she will go. She will go down for Canaan, for sure. She'll
0: do you know. For, she'll take her, her own life or Not take her
1: own life. She'll sacrifice. Yeah. Her sacrifice herself life. for Canaan. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's that she will do for the brothers. I don't know, but for her son, she will. Go ahead with Juke, my. You was gonna
0: go in with Juke. My bad. No,
1: I, I wasn't gonna say too much except that you know they starting with Juke. You know, and you know this and that, and and Juke is not gonna tell them anything at this time. But let's see what can happen if Juke becomes a person who is susceptible, you know, to their persuasion or whatever. All or right. their influence. Let's see what happens with Juke, because um, like you say, something happens along the way. And I don't know what that's gonna be. But something mm-hmm. happens and see, I don't like the way they approached Juke because they sorta of, they sort of screwed up Juke's situation with her group. Because they came in there with all that heavy FBI. When you start with FBI stuff, people really start looking at you sideways because they take it seriously. They yeah. don't take it it's no joke. And see, when you start with the FBI, you don't know if they just check in something and, you know, it'll be over. But once you start with the FBI, sometimes they on your tail forever. Right. They don't stop, you know. And you don't have to be a straight up criminal, but you can have something that you're doing that's just a little bit shady, and you don't want the FBI hovering over you. Right. You don't want you don't want that smoke. You don't want them around you, you know? And so uh, you know, I don't know. She you might have all kinds of thoughts about her situation, you know, and um and lost opportunity. You know, so you don't know where she's gonna go. She lost her girlfriend that she liked, and now she had the group, and here they come with that. You don't know how Juke is gonna turn what she's gonna do.
0: Well, we know it's not a good, you know, ending for Juke. You know, as you know, she's old as an adult. Juke, we understand that, right? So, uh, yeah, it's interesting to see, you know, what happened. Um, There's a lot of really good writing, a lot of little, a lot of good uh, storylines going on, and so next week is the finale the season finale um also a little we forgot a little bit about famous um famous is you know looking for lou because uh you know oh, the yeah. woman that, that owns the bar she's trying to hook him up with a, a music industry professional uh producer or something to that if i don't know if he's a producer but he's in the, the music business right and, and he wants famous and and lou and we know Lou is unavailable right now, so uh, well, for
1: whatever reason, yeah, and we don't know that Lou will ever be available again, right? Right. So, what be. Well, yeah. So
0: we'll see what happens. You know, next week. Oh, and finally, oh, Captain Burke, Captain Burke is you know hot on Detective Howard's trail. Um, Detective Howard, you know, was able to kind of brush things away a little bit. You know, talking slick. And finding a way to push back a little bit, but I still think that Captain Burke is feeling guilty uh, because he wasn't right with his daughter. He had a lot of old-fashioned, ignorant ways, and he's starting. To right, start he was him.
1: homophobic. Right, yeah. he was being straight-up homophobic against right. his daughter. Yes. Right. right, or towards oh. his daughter, however you want to put it. Yeah, yeah. Huh? So let's see how that all works let's out. How- but, but but he is definitely looking at detective howard oh for sure that detective howard and then and then rock doesn't stay off howard you know though she set up the lies and rock set this whole thing up you Mm -hmm. know as it you know as it is right now rock set it all up but rock is always you know looking to detective howard to help her out Mm
0: mm-hmm but uh, Detective Howard messed things up when he said that Scrappy... About Scrappy. Well, that was a actually snitch. a
1: mistake. That was, But it, but it caused him his life. It, it caused him his life, but I see, you know what? How are you going to look at that? Because Rock, Rock didn't know that Scrappy was really a snitch. All she knew was that he was down in the police station. Rock is the one who, fought, who did that. That's Rock true. did that. Just because you say something to me, I don't know about that. So I'm gonna go kill Further investigation.
0: Further yeah. investigation.
1: But well the investigation was cursory. It was nothing. They didn't do no in depth investigation. Marvel went to somebody's house and he didn't even know what the hell was going on and mm. got some kind of flaky ass response and then he just yeah. went with it. You know, it was it was next to nothing. You see, okay. it couldn't have been right because Scrabby wouldn't be dead if they did the right investigation. Listen, you know, I'm, so. I'm in all agreement with you, Ma. So, I mean, tech, Detective Howard may have it said it, for, it, it, you know, for good reasons, for altruistic motivations, because he was looking out for Rock. He wasn't trying to, you know, lie on nobody or get nobody in trouble. He made a mistake and Rock just went with it and just went bananas, you know. And um, and and Marvin, not Marvin, but Lou didn't want to do that. Lou didn't want to go down that road. No. Remember? Oh, Lou I remember. Yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so we'll we'll see uh, what happens on the finale, uh, ma. Yeah, you got that right. Because Rock's got a lot to answer for herself. You know,
0: right? Yeah. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I I don't know, ma, if you how much you wanted to get into um, True Detective season four you know uh i think
1: it's picking up a bit
0: okay is there anything that you wanted to say about it because
1: um you know i probably will say more next week it's a lot all right but yeah it's a lot with you detective you know i would just make a sort of general statement and say that some of the pieces are starting to come together they're Mm -hmm. starting to go more into the characters and explaining the connection From one case to another, Mm -hmm. they explain about the, they give some, you know, background about their histories. We're getting more backstories now, Mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to just a whole bunch of disconnected, you know, things going on and we don't know what one has to do with the other. And now we're getting a lot more into their personal lives and into their histories where it's making sense. It's making some sort of sense. right? Right? Right. Oh, 100%. Yeah, um, so and, I, so it's coming together. It's coming it's, together. It's still Most creepy stuff. to me. It's still absolutely still creepy. Absolutely, so. absolutely. I'm 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 with you. I'm not moving away from that. There's still there's a bunch of uh wizardry going on there. You know, yeah, uh, with the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, the setting, the behavior, the cultures, um, everything. That is absolutely true. Yes.
0: Okay. Um, so let's move on to a couple of our reality shows that we've been following. And first we're gonna start off with traders. Traders, this was a really good episode. Oh,
1: yes, that traders is hot. And really,
0: really good. Um, you know, we can just start it off, hit them, you know, hit them and let them know what happened. Dan has been banished. And obviously we know that Dan is a traitor and Dan Giesling. And for the people who are, you know, big reality TV buffs, they know that Dan is one of the best big brother players of all time. Some people call him the best and he underestimated at pretty much every single person that was uh, in this show. The only person that he seemed to hold in high esteem um, was poverty, and that was his downfall. Uh, and I just want to give a shout out, Ma, before you go in. Uh, Phaedra, let's say Phaedra and Peter are playing the games really well. Those two are, uh, you know, very well, Peter in particular is very strategic. And Phaedra is always very cerebral when it comes to just like her movements and everything, and I and I and I really enjoy that. And she will, and she knows how to uh counter attack. If somebody's coming for her, she's ready for you.
1: Oh so yeah what, what what are your what are your thoughts on this last episode? Dan was just like, I, I agree I agree with you a thousand percent. I had the same perception of. Uh, the whole episode, I think Dan um, fell into Peter's trap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty much, you know. And uh, I think Peter The handsome was, bachelor pilot. Right. I think Peter, the handsome bachelor pilot, I yeah. think Peter was on it. You know, he had his strategy going. And he had to tell a little story there. And, oh. you know, by him planting that little seed- um, he was able to reap a great crop. He was able to benefit from it, and and that was really a good. I thought it was really good. And then Dan, what made him think Dan had it? Dan had it right in the sense that they needed to give up a traitor. I think mm-hmm. he was right with that part, but where he was wrong, he picked the wrong traitor to mm-hmm. give up, and that it's- was his problem. And yeah. that and that was where that was his downfall. And, and I heard of poverty, he picked uh he picked Fader. Fader. And, and that and that was the wrong move. And that
0: was completely wrong. And I think my um I, you know, heard uh Dan giving a you know interview and he said that him in poverty, he was like he chose poverty to be like the person that he trusted 100 percent and he wasn't gonna give her up. He said they didn't show it um, you know, on the camera that yeah. peter said to dan listen if you give up poverty you know you, you can stay you know at least another week and he said he wouldn't do it he just didn't feel right doing that so that was his one problem and then number two my he was also saying dan was running his mouth and he was saying that he didn't he was watching it in real time the episode and he didn't recall poverty saying to him about trying to um, murder Bergy, that that's a mistake. Like, I think it's a trap. He said, like, what was he doing? Like, he, you know, he can't believe that he just, like, completely ignored what Poverty said. He's like, he doesn't even remember her saying that. He said, because he was like, that was my person. I'm supposed to listen to her. I brought her on because I respected her game so strategically. Right. And, And then obviously with Phaedra, he just underestimated, you know, how she was going, you know, her her, what do you call it, battle? How she would be in a in a one on one battle. That's
1: how, how shrewd she is,
0: right? Damn right. Damn he he damn said right. he didn't know anything about Phaedra before. and
1: articulate, right? Yes,
0: he didn't know anything about her until, um, except that she was on The Housewives. But then people were saying to her to him, "Have you seen Phaedra take down Kenya?" Have you, you know, have you seen, you know, some of the stuff that she did on the Housewives, you know, like Phaedra, you know, was no joke. And he said that, like, he spoke to Phaedra. He really liked Phaedra, he says. He says he liked everybody. He says that Phaedra says she had four jobs. He only named three of them. He named, obviously, lawyer, uh, that she's a Rika healer. Is it Rika? Is that right? Yeah, that's uh, the form of, like, a meditation or something. yeah yeah yeah. and Mm -hmm. then obviously a funeral director i don't know what the fourth thing is i I don't know either but he he said three and didn't only he said four and named three things Mm -hmm. and i'm just like dan what were you thinking why and then he said that maybe what he should he said he didn't see uh, it, it in a game in which he could win if phaedra was still in the game but then he said he was he maybe made a bad mistake and felt maybe he should have worked with Phaedra. And they could have won together. Because the traitors, if they want to, they can hey, win together.
1: Hey, you. if if was a fifth. If. Yes. Okay. If if, if was a fifth. Yeah. All right. I, you know,
0: I, if, mm-hmm.
1: if. If was a fifth. That's all I want to say for you, Dan. You were there. You made your, your choices. You made your choices. That's all. You so, know. So I'm you going so- to hear it now. So what do you
0: think about Peter possibly joining the traders? And who do you think is going to be the next person to go?
1: Peter needs to join the traders, I believe. If I'm Peter, I'm joining the traders because I'm targeted. You know, I'm targeted and I may get a little protection from being a trader. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe, 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 maybe not. But I would think that would be my best move because otherwise I'm getting murdered off right away. Okay. okay, you know, come on, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna be a trader if I'm Peter, and the next person that I'm gonna get or I'm gonna tell you I don't know who they're gonna really get off the next person, but I'm gonna say the next person from if I'm what I'm looking at is right, the next person they're gonna get off is whoever's going for poverty. Because poverty well, is that really, was Peter. Uh no, no, the next person after Peter. Maybe maybe Bergie? Who, who, the next person to who is gunning for poverty because Kevin Well, because because whoever else mm-hmm. wants to get rid of poverty because you know why I'm saying that because mm-hmm. poverty is pushing the most, right? You know, Phaedra, poverty is on the ledge. Yeah, Phaedra is maybe a few steps behind her. Mm-hmm. You got me, but poverty yeah. is right there on the ledge. Yeah. You know? Okay, so it's jump or get pushed right. for poverty. So she got to decide, you know right. what I mean? Uh, because they named poverty already more so than anybody af- except for Dan. Right. You know, And Dan so,
0: should have went after poverty. He was just being, you,
1: you know. know it, well, whatever little thing they had going together, whatever their alliance was, well, that's how it went. You right. know, and in the end, poverty voted for Dan. Right. You know. Cause, well, at that point, she had to. Yeah, kinda, she
0: not gonna vote know? for herself.
1: Yeah, right. So you know, and she seen it wasn't going nowhere with Phaedra. You know, I don't think nobody hardly voted for Phaedra, but Dan, damn near, you right. know. And at least not enough votes to matter for sure, right? You know? Right. So it needs to be. Um, it's going to be whoever the next one is. Um, putting poverty's name in their mouth. Right. You know, and now I forget who that was. I'm but trying to think. Was
0: because I, I know, I know my that Bergie thinks, but Ber- Peter and Bergie, I know they think that poverty is a traitor.
1: Well, you're saying Peter, but we not well, okay. so burg
0: So Bergie, you know, I know for sure. I don't know who else because Triselle, remember at the end, Triselle believes that Phaedra is a traitor, she didn't tell anybody yet.
1: Right, right. Now, I don't know how far. So, it's going to be the reason I say about whoever poverty wants to go is because poverty was pushing so hard Mm -hmm. to bring Peter in because she's so scared. And her and Phaedra had that little conference to where well, poverty, we know you number one and then I'm number two. So, uh, uh, you know, however that goes down. So, if they calm down now, but see, I don't know how much stuff is going to be stirred up by Chrishell. Right. You said Chriselle wants uh Phaedra. Now I don't know how much stuff she's gonna stir up. You right. know what I mean?
0: Right. So
1: it'll it'll be but the way it is now, it's gonna be more toward poverty's choice. But once you took t- Dan uh, Dan, oh God, once you took um Peter out, I don't know how much that has quelled that whole talk about right. poverty. You know what I mean? I don't know. But I guess I just don't know. You know, I guess I just really don't know because we have to see once the dust settled, you know, but I'm, right. I'm saying, but poverty um, so far has been pushing more oh, you know, get rid of whosoever is on my trail. Now, the reason with Dan and Phaedra, Phaedra didn't know that, but she just is prepared in general okay. for whatever comes up. All right, You know, because she and really she, didn't know and, that and Dan he, was going to do that.
0: And Dan said that Phaedra is still a little upset with him and he hopes that she can forgive him. He, you know, DM'd her and she, you know, is, he said, neutral at best.
1: Right. So, yeah.
0: you know how Phaedra, because right. he feels that Phaedra, you know, really trusted him and didn't like what he did.
1: So, it, he took it personally for sure. Yeah. She took it personally, Well, that's what happens sometimes. So yeah, you know? so
0: you know, yeah. let's let's see what what happens. I'm really liking the traders. it's really into oh, me too, and me
1: too, and the cat really can make into it and and connect. And what makes it the, the cast. cast? Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You really can start connecting, you know, to the um, contestants or participants. Yeah. What do you want to call them? The the, the, the faithfuls and the, the participants. Yeah, the participants. Yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely. Yeah
1: it's okay. good it's real hot this week yep
0: okay so let's go into our final reality show of the week which oh they need to call oh, i maybe call it quits on this one married at first sight i don't even know my. um we can start off with the newly newlyweds everybody on here's a newlywed let's just say right. that but uh claire not clear. sorry, Chloe and Michael, they have only been married for a few days while the other uh, participants have been married for five or six weeks at this point. So uh, Chloe seems to have reservations about her marriage to Michael. She was like, I don't know if I can do this or I don't know if I can go on or whatever the hell she was saying. And um, I really was upset for Michael because Michael doesn't need any more BS from right. anybody associated with this series. So right. I'm it for Michael because Michael, he seems to be a nice, kind-hearted, level-headed human being. Right. Somehow or another, he keeps getting paired with people who are not mature, who are not emotionally mature enough to be on this show or to have a relationship in
1: general. And she's a person who's suffering from what she refers to as anxiety. Mm -hmm. Right. I bet. Well, well, you know what? I'm not really sure because they didn't show everything, but I think that Michael has been able to be, um, a good listener. Okay and very supportive, and maybe sort of help allay her fears, calm her down, and that kind of thing. I think that's where we are with them. Because she did say, oh, wow, we have the, you know, the honeymoon phase has been, though abbreviated, has been... um, You know, just, you know, wonderful, has been good. But then we go back to the real world, like tomorrow or whenever it was, you know. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I can handle it. And then the anxiety was creeping in. Okay. And she has a history of anxiety, so she says, right? Uh, I don't know how much the experts knew about it. I don't even want to go into them. I don't even know what their whole vetting process is. But anyway... Michael, I thought Michael didn't go, oh, my God, another dud, another, you know, whatever, psychotic person, you know, he didn't go there. He just said, you know, whatever words he said, I forgot. But they were very comforting, very understanding, and very encouraging. So let's just see. You know, let's just see.
0: No, I have no faith in them, Ma. I don't think they're going to last. I have
1: no faith in the experts at all. I have no, no faith, faith in the Chloe experts, and, no faith in the show. My, I, oh, you have no faith in the couple? Well, yeah. I, no, I'm not even as a couple, but I have a lot of faith in Michael. I think Michael will be fine. No,
0: well, Michael will be
1: fine, but Chloe that, and that Michael. A, well, we're
0: well talking about the Michael,
1: couple. Uh, well, uh, okay. Well, the couple, I mean, they'll probably go to where the rest of them have gone, which is to hell. Which is, damn, you know, please. You know, no, I'm not even, as I said before, I never had the hope or expectation for anything for Michael and whoever they paired him up with, except him to get his airtime on the TV and for him to get through the actual ceremony. After that, I had no hope or expectation or anything else because the rest of them have been uh, just a total disappointment. Their performances have been abysmal, terrible, it's right, a total black hole. Let's Just move. Awful. Let's move on, but we,
0: we don't see. Okay, uh, let's get into uh, Emily and Brennan. The only well, no, there's two other couples. Emily oh, still
1: Brennan. talking about them. Oh, okay. Yeah, Go ahead. Emily yeah. and
0: Brennan. Nothing. Uh, I did Emily Brennan. Zero like count- you. He does that and he seems like he's miserable. He is a phony. He is a liar. I don't know if he's an abuser. I don't want to accuse anyone of being an abuser, but he has tendencies of someone that I would personally be afraid of. I was in a relationship with him.
1: He's abusive. He's psychologically, if not physically abusive, Emily, young lady, young lady, young woman, young lady, get the hell away Protect your heart. Protect your heart, protect your mind, protect your feelings. Get away. He's bringing nothing and giving nothing but toxicity. Get the hell away. Run. Simple. Like you learned in kindergarten. You know how they say you used to run, Jane, run? Remember Dick and Jane and all that? Run, Jane, run. So you run, Emily, run.
0: Run. I agree. Uh, And then the other couple, Austin and Becca, this is not working out well. Uh, Becca, did
1: you, do you want a friend, Becca? Or are you looking for a a husband and a lover?
0: Is, is Austin, I'm not going to accuse him of anything. I don't, it doesn't appear that Austin is physically or sexually attracted to Becca, which is his right, However, that doesn't bode well for the marriage. Uh, Becca,
1: quit wasting your own time, okay? Quit wasting your own time. All right. If you have done whatever you've done and y'all have tried whatever you have tried and this and that and all that, he didn't
0: have time. He's only five or six weeks. He he hasn't had time,
1: and he's allergic to cats and everything. I heard all everything he had to offer. Becca, look. He may turn into a dud sooner enough down the road, you know. But you're just starting. Come on, man. That's
0: Ma. up. what's
1: wrong Ma. with you? After
0: five or six weeks, it's not enough time in order to slip something before in a banana peel or whatever in the bed. He, you know, come on. He didn't have enough time. Sleeping Becca, in bed with her every night is not Becca, enough time for him to have sex Whatever
1: is turning him off. Becca, whatever y'all doing is not turning him on. And don't even blame Becca for that. That's him. I ain't blaming I Becca. Say I'm, say, I'm saying to Becca, Becca, be aware. Be awoke. Not that there's anything about you but you know the result. This result could have been no matter who. It's it, it's Brennan. I mean Austin and who? Austin and who? It could be and Austin Becca, and oh, anybody. Oh yeah. It could be it could be Austin and anybody. Becca, you're not getting what you want for Becca. That's what I'm trying to say, and I hope I'm making it apparent. It's not about accusing anybody of anything. Whatever's going on, it ain't clicking. Becca, okay. decide when you want to cut bait, okay? You got everybody's support because that's right. enough BS from him. Okay. Okay. uh, Listen, Ma, I'm in agreement with everything you said. Who say. else is it? That's it. Claire that's is it. gone. Claire and Cameron, that's a laugh. Yeah. Oh, Ryan, I hope they never put his face on the damn screen again. Oh, don't worry. And, He'll be back on next week when they go to And, the- Lauren, you just as dodo as a dodo bird. I don't want to say anything Well, I wrong. feel bad. I feel, I feel, like I feel bad, mode. too. But, Lauren, stop it, damn it. Stop accepting those invitations for you just to be, like, be like abused. damn pathetic. And you be abused. Be emotionally abused. I, I absolutely. Stop laying down like a rug and letting this bastard walk on you. Come on, Lauren. Come on, girl. Your mother don't want that for you. Your mother is, she's not sending you that message. Your mother's sending you the message, daughter, I love you, and there's something good out there for you. And it ain't that the limp neck and limp wrist. Oh, Ryan, that's it. Just let him go ahead. I don't care.
0: All right, bye. We got to go. We've been on here for a long time. I need you to tell me three things that
1: made you smile. You know what made me smile? The sun, the stars, and the moon. And that's always any day I can see the sun, the stars, and the moon. Guess what? I'm good.
0: All right, I'm going with uh, Ao Adabiri on SNL. She was very funny. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Steph Curry for scoring sixty points, and he's you know one of a few, one of few people who've done that over the age of thirty five. Somebody's getting old, ma. And um, I thought it was so cute to see Ashanti and Nelly performing with her little pregnant belly. That was really cute. Uh, Ma, is there anything that you want to say before we go?
1: No, I just want to tell everybody to say, stay safe, stay woke and enjoy life and reach out to those you haven't spoken to in a long time because you never know what's going on and how important that might be. Okay, reach out, open up your heart. Okay, open up your heart to give and to receive. You have to be open, and that's all I want to say.
0: Okay, um, thank you guys for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Continue to follow us on threads, on Facebook, on X and Instagram at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also All Things Page You. Check out our YouTube channel All Things Pays You, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. We'll be doing a special broadcast coming up soon on our YouTube channel. And also, if you want to send us any DMs, we love your DMs. And if you want to email us, us email us at us, 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 right? Uh, at info at infobamboushehappyhour.com. We really appreciate it. Uh like Ma said, everyone be safe and we will be back in a couple of days. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.